Uh, Scripture reading today is in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1. We're going to read the first ten verses. These are the words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, one of the priests of the town of Anathoth. Good luck. And in the land of Benjamin, the Lord gave messages to Jeremiah during the thirteenth year of the reign of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah. The Lord's messages continued throughout the reign of King Jehoiakim, Josiah's son, until the eleventh year of the reign of King Zedekiah, another of Josiah's sons. In August of that eleventh year, the people of Jerusalem were taken away as captives. The Lord gave me this message. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. O sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you, I'm too young. And the Lord replied, don't say I'm too young, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. The Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, look, I have put words in your mouth. Today I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some, of you, some, some you must uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for this day you've given us where we can not only just worship you, Lord, but we can recognize those who have achieved something great. Lord, they've achieved something great because you have given them the ability to do so. And Lord, we recognize you in their lives. We thank you for that. Lord, we ask that you would continue to be a part of this service, Lord, that uh, you would bless Pastor Doug as he comes and gives us your truth. Lord, that we would not just the seniors who he's preaching directly to, but as we hear as well, it would be something that would encourage us and, and brighten our hearts, Lord. Lord, go with us and build us up this week. We ask these things in your son's name. Amen. I'm wondering if, if I could have all of the graduates come and sit here. That's not a question, that's a demand. <laughs> I wish to speak to you this morning. Everyone else can listen if they wish, but I want to speak to you. Jeremiah is not one of those favorite books that many people go to, but it is powerful in what it has to say. In, in chapter 1, Jeremiah is being called by God. To do something that he obviously would wish he couldn't have to do. The calling of God in an individual's life, in your life, is something that I found a very interesting definition for. It is this. 
It is a customized life purpose that God has ordained for you to follow with the goal of bringing the greatest glory to God and for the maximum enlarging of the kingdom of God. It is a customized life purpose that God has ordained for you in order that the greatest glory goes to him for the purpose of maximizing the enlarging of his kingdom. A call for a prophet was not something that a young child longed for as they were growing up. In fact, if you go throughout the Old Testament, the call of the prophets faced some resistance. Moses said, I I can't talk. I, I can't do what you want me to do. And Jeremiah has somewhat the same recognition, but he adds something else. He says, I'm too young. Jeremiah was between 15 years and 20 years old when he got this call. And the call literally is, is that he is going to be the spokesperson of God for all of Judah. By this time, Judah and Israel have been separated. Israel has been taken captive by the Assyrians. They're in captivity. It's it's about 50 to 60 years later that all of a sudden Judah is faced with the same problem. From the opening verses specifically given to us by Jeremiah, he's reflecting, if you will, his call. Jeremiah served well over 40 years as God's prophet. First it was to Josiah. Then it was to Jehoiakim. I got to read it here, I'm sorry. Josiah first, and then it was Jehoiakim, and then Zedekiah. Jehoiakim and Zedekiah were the sons of Josiah. They weren't good, by the way. Josiah was very good. But under their particular frame of kings, Jeremiah was called. I'm going to share with you just three things this morning. Three things about how it was an emphatic call. For Jeremiah says, the words of the Lord came to me. Not only emphatic, but it was also personal. Jeremiah wasn't uh, sitting on his father's knee when he got this particular call. God had sought him out and had planned it because the text tells us that this call that God had planned, he had set him apart for this. The word is sanctified. We're, We're used to seeing in the Old Testament items of the temple being sanctified, set apart for God. But when you come to the New Testament we realize that sanctification, the setting apart, is a lifelong pursuit. Justification is a one and done process, but sanctification is a lifelong pursuit. You're being set aside by God for the purpose of giving Him glory and 
for the maximizing enlarging of his kingdom. Jeremiah, when he received this call, he had a problem. I don't talk too good, or I'm too young. You know what's interesting about that? Is that what we think we cannot do, God has another side of that story. For he said to Jeremiah, I've known you even before you were born. I have purposed in you for this call. Don't worry about what you can't do. Be focused on what I've called you to do. Each one of you are pursuing a different life. You're finished with your assignments. At least I hope you've turned them all in. There's always a Johnny come lately, isn't there, in the group? There's always someone that says, why do today what I can put off and do tomorrow? Amen? Yeah, amen. The guys down there, they're shaking their heads. That's, that's been their lifelong pursuit, I'm sure. But God has a call for you. No matter where you go, God has set you aside for a specific purpose. And the purpose for Jeremiah was going to be a prophet. You're not going to fit that anymore. But some of you are going to be called into the realms of professional, agricultural. I don't know what else all of you are pursuing. Business, maybe. Anyone, any of you want to be a pastor? we got to hang out here longer, buddy, me and you. Okay, is that all right? But whatever it is, God has specifically given you talents and gifts that will fulfill what he wants you to do. Let me give you what I'm talking about here. First, Jeremiah was fashioned for his call. God said, I knew you. I set you apart. I have a specific thing that I want you to do that no one else can do, Jeremiah. You're going to be my spokesperson. So Jeremiah was fashioned just so. He was gifted with things that he didn't even know he had. When he spoke about, I can't talk, I'm too young, Jeremiah was focusing on himself, but God says, Jeremiah, I'll take care of that because I fashioned you for this task. The next thing in this particular emphatic call is that God had set him apart. He didn't go to school. There, there was no such school for prophets. God had called him and, and, and God had set him apart by, if you will, not only a, a customized call, but empowering him to accomplish it. He was set apart by God. And thirdly, he was appointed. He was appointed by God that whenever he spoke, he could say, thus saith the Lord. And, and dear, my dear brothers and sisters, if ever in a country we need to have that is today. That thus saith the Lord. You don't ever have to back down from the truth of the scriptures. You don't have to ever apologize 
for the truth of the Scriptures. All God's asking you to do is let them live within you. Ancient words, ever true. Changing me and changing you. That's the key. And Jeremiah, in this emphatic call, this, if you will, customized life purpose, he was empowered by God, which leads us to the empowering power. As Jeremiah is saying in in verses 6, he says, I don't know how to talk, and and I'm too young. But this empowering thing is, is kind of interesting because God, what follows is three answers from God to Jeremiah of how he is going to be able to accomplish this. The first one, it says that God revealed to Jeremiah that his authority would come from God. Not from anybody else. Jeremiah was not appointed by the nation of Judah. He was not appointed by Josiah, the king at that time when he began. He was appointed by God. God had established him for that particular purpose. And no matter where you go, ladies and gentlemen, it's this. God has appointed you to be there. What he wants from you while you are there, no matter what you're doing, he wants you to maximize, enlarge, if you will, the kingdom of God by not only just living your life according to the scriptures, but speaking the truth of God's word. Jeremiah knew God had assured him that his authority was going to be from God. You have authority from God. You can literally say, no matter where you are, what class you're in, or what field you're standing in, thus saith the Lord. You have that authority. The second thing, as we get to verses 9 and 10, it says that God revealed to Jeremiah that his protection would be from God. If you go on and and continue to read through the book of Jeremiah, you're going to find out that he ended up in some very peculiar situations. He was thrown into a pit, hoping to die, because both both Jehoiakim and Zedekiah didn't like him. When... Jeremiah was thrown into the pit. He began to weep. But God reminded him that nothing that they can do is going to take your life. I'll protect you. I hope all of you are not looking at the world through rose-colored glasses. You're in for a big surprise if you do. The world is not what we want it to be. I I, I wish it was. I I, I totally wish that all of you, if you're going to college, get straight A's. Right, mom and dad? You want all of them to get straight A's. And when they're done, your, your college education is going to be commuted by the next president. No bills. No pain. I don't know what those two guys are doing. They're the... They're going to the school of hard knocks. That's where they're going. But life isn't like that. 
you're going to have tough days, right? Moms and dads, can I get an amen from the congregation? You're going to have tough days. You've seen that even as you were being raised in your family. But you were also witnessed how through it all, God met their needs. And God will meet your needs. You're going to fail. Not classes, but there's things you're just not going to be good at. And that's okay. Because God doesn't expect you to be perfect. He just wants you to know that he's with you. I really love what Paul wrote for us in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10. For you are the workmanship of God. And he has predetermined or he has called you, purposed in your life to follow after good works. And that's not easy. But all in all, like Jeremiah, God wants you to know something. He's got your back. He's got your front. He's got your sides. In fact, he has given you someone that will never leave you. Holy Spirit. He is the comforter. Jesus has given to you a promise that until the Lord calls us home, you will carry with you the very protection of God. The third and the last thing is this. God revealed to Jeremiah that his message would come from God. His message would come from God. It was a message that not a lot of people wanted to listen to. You see, again, when you read through the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah was in competition with other prophets that God had not called. They were giving information that everybody loved to hear. Even when they looked out and they saw the Babylonian army coming to them, the false prophets were saying, it's okay, God's going to protect us. But Jeremiah was saying, no, it's not going to be okay, we're in trouble. The word and the message that God gives you will not always be received well by the world. Maybe even by your roommate. Maybe even by the people that you deal with in the business world. They're not always going to like what you have to say. But I encourage you to stay true to the message that God has given you to say. Do you know how Meet You at the Pole began? It began by one individual in the, in the, in the state of Colorado. I, I, I believe uh, it was the state of Colorado. He and two others of his youth group decided that they were going to start their school year off by gathering at the, the, the pole and began praying for their school. The next year they were joined by 10. And as the years have gone, now it's worldwide. God could do the same thing through you, no matter what. 
if you will recognize his call in your life. It's very specific for the purpose of glorifying him and for the purpose also of enlarging, maximizing the kingdom of God. Realize that your message comes from God himself. He has put that in your heart and that God will always be with you to protect you, to guide you, and to ultimately use you for his glory. Oh, this, this is a great day for you, you as graduates. I, I don't know if yet you've all received any of your diplomas. If you don't pay your dues, you don't get one. How many uh, uh, library books have you not returned yet? Um, have you been speeding through the school parking lot and the fine you must pay? Nathan, don't look away. <laughs> Guilty people all look away, wouldn't me? <laughs> but you have so much that God could use you to do that right now you have no idea all that is planned for you. But day by day, moment by moment, his plan, his call will become more and more evident to what he wants you to do. Don't back away from it. Don't say I'm too young. No. Remember, you're set apart for God. He has a message for you to say, and you will be protected by him. Let me pray for you this morning. God, I thank you for these wonderful young ladies and young men. I've seen them grow for the nine years that I've been here. I've seen how they have matured, how they have captured your word in their hearts and in their lives and how, oh Lord God, even now they stand up for you. Oh, I ask for your blessing upon them, oh Lord God. Same kind of blessing that you promised to Jeremiah. May that blessing be upon them. Let them know, oh God, that they've been set aside just by you. It is a customized life purpose that God has that you oh God have called them to for the purpose of giving you the glory and also to maximize the impact of the kingdom of God they've been set aside they've been given a mission an assignment so to speak and your assignment, O oh Lord God, will include your presence and your message. Let them, O oh Lord God, be used of you in ways that they can't even begin to imagine. But let them know that they are your workmanship, created in Christ Jesus under good works that God has purpose for them to fulfill. O oh Lord, I pray that you would not overwatch over them, but that, Lord, that you would empower them, that, Lord God, that you would secure them for the purpose of honoring your name 
And it is through Christ Jesus our Lord we ask these things. Amen. Now, graduates, I want you to do something. I want you to stand, turn to the congregation, and say thank you to your parents and grandparents and to whoever is here by giving them a round of applause. So graduates, you stand. Well, I'm glad you still follow rules, good. <laughs> now, together, say thank you by giving your parents and family members a round of applause.